special guest. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. for the audio portion on all streaming platforms and catch the video on my YouTube channel on Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Thank you for your continued support, friend. I love me some you, and you are greatly appreciated. A lot of you all may know there's never a time in my house, in my anything, where I just do not have candles burning at all times of every single day. I literally have different scented candles burning in all of my rooms. I know y'all butt be thinking when you wake up in the morning. I know your feet stink. I know y'all be going in that bathroom hooting and stuff. It's a very, very, very diverse collection of scents. Scents that are sweet, from scents that smell like linen, from scents that are just fresh for the Manhattan. We got another one called the Bronx. We have another one called Play in My Garden. Ooh, I have this in here just burning in the bedroom. Cause it's the Love Jones candle. <laughs> so again, that's candlesticks with the XS promo code KWK10. I want to thank all of you all for tuning back in to another episode of Kicking It With What the Fuck Is Up, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning back in to another episode of Kicking It With Keith. So today is, if I'm not mistaken, episode 17. So for the people who thought I wasn't going to do it... <laughs> I don't want to hear it. No, I'm just kidding. So, you know, I'm t- I keep telling y'all I was kicking it with Keith. And so I'm really getting to the point where I really feel like the theme of this show is going to be people coming in and kicking with me because I don't really like doing this by myself. So I really want to go ahead and I want to say thank you to my guest that I have with me today. Um, I'm ep- actually naming this episode the Puerto Rican Polanco. And so... I got my friend, Mr. Anthony Polanco here. Some of you all may be very familiar with him from My Latin Man Podcast, pun intended. Uh, So instead of me getting on here and, you know, just butchering his intro, I'm going to introduce my friend and let him get on here and say what he got to say. What up? How are you doing tonight? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm very rested. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well so listen i kind of i gave people somewhat of a um a somewhat of a synopsis of kind of you know who you are but is there anything that you would like to kind of throw into that introduction because i have a tendency to just fuck people's introductions up <laughs> uh, i don't know all i gotta say is my name is anthony i am from brooklyn new york um you can find me on the by man podcast on all social platforms so <laughs> I want to use StreamYard. StreamYard seems so fun. No, it is. Honestly, it really is lit. Um, I'm actually probably going to stop using it kind of soon because um, I'm actually getting pretty good at, I guess, post-editing process, really. And um, really, Zoom kind of does the same thing opposed to it allows me to kind of put all these little, you know, things in. But I can edit all this in post. I pay $50 a month for this shit. (laughs) But you know what? I think it is good if you want to do live shows. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Like in the future, some podcasts are only live. Yeah. So that when I initially started doing everything, I was live. Um, I would go live like on Instagram and YouTube at the same time. And so I did have a lot of interaction that way. But then there would be a lot of times where I would get on and I'd be like, 
right, right, right. Anybody right. coming? Anybody coming? Anybody <laughs> coming? And so you know, you got those times in between on them, all those podcasts where it's like, okay, well, I'm waiting on some. I'll ask the question, and then I'll be like, well, so, um, a tip on that would be because I follow comedians who use Streamyard, like stand-up comedians that are yeah. well known. And even them, sometimes they get four people, 11 people. Yeah. But it's not about how many people you get because you can literally have a podcast with one person. Or you can do a podcast by yourself because you always have to have like a plan already yeah. for yeah. the show, even yes. if people are there or not. So it could be like questions that you that should, got There should be asked. a flow. There should be a flow if yeah. nobody's answering or the, questions. Or an, agen- or an agenda. Yeah. So the the questions can be. Oh, y'all, hold on. Do I need to get my notebook? Because listen, y'all, I did this collaborative episode on purpose because I love creators <laughs> supporting creators. So I'm like, yeah. do I need to get the well, notepad? Listen, you could always DM me. So I, I do, y'all. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I'll be DMing. I'll be like, I need help. Can you help me? <laughs> so, like for a live podcast, right? You there's always a chance that there won't be a lot of people. And even if there is a lot of people watching, that does not mean that they're going to be asking questions, commenting, and participating. So what I would do is you have questions that you want to ask them, but they're not really from you. It's like somebody asked you a question, you want to know how they would answer it, and you can answer it yourself too. So while people are thinking about it and coming up, you can be talking about it. And if nobody answers, then that's it. You move on to the next one. I'm going to have to make you my admin on the days that you ain't <laughs> Look, I'll be needing some help with that shit. I'll be, and look, I need somebody to get out there and kick the motherfuckers out who say the bean stuff. Oh, yes. Oh, no, you have to have a moderator, too. Because I to definitely, for me, the, the mess up thing. Or you got to moderate it yourself. I want, that's the thing. I'll be trying to moderate everything myself, but I'm kind of ghetto. So in the middle of my episodes, I'll be like, bitch, fuck you. Your mama's a hoe. Uh, and so that, and so, I'll be I'll go off with my little tennis like that. So I need somebody to kind of you know sometimes. But you know what? Me. A lot of people will do it for that, so you can't feel yeah. into it. Yeah, they do. I'm actually, they and do. you know what's crazy? Um, I'm actually the the bigger. I mean, not the bigger. You know, uh, the more I guess I'm doing this, and the more people are starting to you know I guess appreciate what I do. I'm definitely yeah. starting to notice that there's a lot more people. Um. I don't know. I've never placed myself in a situation where I would feel like I had haters or needed haters or stuff like that. But people really yeah. are like coming. I, I try to be so humble and be like, ain't nobody hating on me. Like, who the fuck am I? Like, I ain't doing nothing to hurt. Nobody. Well, you know what? It's not about hate. It's about everybody having an opinion. Yeah. I mean, but some people really be hating. <laughs> oh, man, that's fine. Like, you have to embrace the haters yeah. because... If you hating on me and I don't even know you, then I'm doing something right. Like, yeah, I, no, 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 that's very true. And I'm I'm getting to that point where, because at first, at first, yeah. if one person said anything, I would forget what I was on there about, talking about anything. I- in podcasts that I've heard that they use StreamYard, they let the other people in the comments deal with them or they just yeah. block them. They just block them. They just yeah. throw them out. Yeah. And you know, I also, heard, I think I heard like light-skinned Keisha say one time, she was like, the only reason they hating or talking shit because they believe in you. <laughs> True. But you know what? I, I just do not 
give them too much energy at yeah. all. I don't. No, no, no. Honestly, I'm really, I'm talking shit for real, for real. I might like have like four haters out of like a hundred, like all love. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So really, like, yeah, I don't really, I don't, exactly. let, I really don't let that shit. But it's sometimes it feel kind of good, and I kind of feel like, oh, I got me a <laughs> hater finally. Cause you know, I'm from a small town. I don't have to. I'm not used to dealing with shit like that. Now I got a hater. Shit, my mom made it. Um. Anyway. Well, <laughs> now with social media though, it doesn't matter where you at. Anybody with a phone. True. Can listen, have a, can have a hater or be a hater. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, out here making some shit happen. So listen, I understand you got to all you got to do is have a phone to either be successful or to be a hater. Uh, <laughs> so okay, off the haters, um, because you know mm-hmm. this show isn't about haters. It's about okay, it's fueled by haters. Cause that's the reason I get my ass on here every week and do it. So because can't nobody say shit. But other than that, exactly. you know, with that being said, like we did discuss earlier, you are a third of the By Latin Man podcast. So with that being yep. said, whose idea was that? Like, was it was it something that y'all had already always been talking about? Was it one of y'all that came in and was like, it's gonna like how did it happen and whose idea was it? So <clears throat> the pot the podcast was born out of a group chat that we had. It was a lot of people in the group chat, though. It was like maybe like 15 people at one point, and it was called the shade room. But it wasn't like us throwing shade at each other. Literally, it was just the name of the group chat, and it changed over time. It was like anybody could change the name, but it was called the shade room at the, the shade room at the time, and it was literally just a lot of friends, and we would just send screenshots of things and talk about them. And also talk about life, life stuff. So I've been listening to podcasts since 2014. So I've been listening to podcasts forever. Really? And, um, yeah, because I'm not just, big I on music. I just started getting into them like more recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are just now recently yeah. getting into podcasts, which is good. Time. <laughs> um, I'm not a big music listener. Like at the gym, I can't focus if I'm listening to music because... I start like listen, singing, rapping, or I'm thinking twer- about how long. You, you be twerking on the treadmill. No, I'm not trying to twerk on the treadmill, but <laughs> like for me to do cardio, I hate cardio. So for me to do cardio, I can't think about the time. So, you know, I used to do a trick of where you like cover the time with a towel yeah. or whatever. But if I'm listening to music, my mind goes to like every song is three to four minutes. So yes, oh, I'm I listen to three more songs. So I stopped doing that. So I started listening to the news. I, I'm a big political head. So I listened to the news or I started listening to podcasts. So podcasts, they have podcasts for everything. They have podcasts for pop culture. They have podcasts for politics. They have podcasts for... They got podcasts by Latin men. They got podcasts by Keith Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like They have podcasts for anything you want. If you want the shady, they have podcasts that, re, that um, review reality shows. They have movie podcasts. They have podcasts that review even like right. crime documentaries. It doesn't matter if you're a right wing. Like if you're a Trump supporter, they have podcasts for you. If you are liberal, they have podcasts for you. So I like to listen and learn. Right, right wing. You are you are a political head. What? <laughs> like I like to listen and learn. And I actually do listen to like Fox and stuff like that because I like to know the arguments from the idiots on that side so yeah. that when they try to argue with me, I already know what they're going to say. Yeah. But that's why I always listen to podcasts. But when Kevin texts us, he texts me first one night asking if I was ever doing a podcast. And I was like, yeah, I said, I've thought about it a million times because I don't shut the fuck up. Like I took the most out of all of them. 
<laughs> um, but I was like, I've always thought about it, but I didn't know like what kind of podcast I wanted to do because at that point, every podcast that I heard was specific, like in a niche. Like it yeah. was not a variety podcast. Yeah. Um, I think I was scared about uh, podcasting just because I didn't want to. I didn't want it to come off like a gossipy kind of thing because I think that was yeah. all I knew. About but you know what? That's what it is, though. Yeah, so that's but what it is. you know that that kind of comes that that ignorance and that you know educating yourself because, like I said, I just kind of got around to the whole podcasting thing, and I think like for me, I would I thought of podcasting as another way of like radio in a sense, and I'd be like, they'd be on there just being messy as fuck. But like now, <laughs> I feel like when especially when you have your own platform, you can definitely have your own niche, and you can definitely do whatever you yeah. want to do with it, unless you know somebody's signing your check, then you might have to you know shut right. the fuck up. <laughs> But, like, even if you think about it as radio, mm-hmm. there was only so many, like, Wendy Williams and Howard Stern and yeah. Charlamagne the God. Yeah. There's not a lot of them. Most right. radio shows are literally just some hosts. Or a DJ. Topics, or DJs yeah. um, on the morning shows and stuff like that. Like, they just discuss the various topics. And that's it. Like, that's what it is. And they're having conversations that people are already having. Yeah, they're just giving their two cents on it, and they're just forwarding the conversation. That's how you have to look at it. Yep. Now, I never thought about doing one by myself because I was like, I don't want to just talk about one thing. I get bored. Like, I I like to jump around. Like, I could talk about music, then I yeah. can talk about politics, then I could talk about reality shows. So I was excited when he asked me if I ever thought about doing it. I was like, Yeah, I'm down. Like at this point, like I was like 29 or yeah, I think I was 29. And he was like, do you think that Angel, Angel's my best friend, okay. he was like, do you think that Angel would be down for it? And I was like, I don't see why he talks shit all day in this fucking group chat. Like, and he loves the camera, so why wouldn't he? I was about to so say, he, like, he, seemed, he seemed like a camera whore. <laughs> so I said, so I said, do you want me to ask him or you want to ask him? So he was like, I'll ask him. I said, all right. He took like two weeks to ask him because he was just scared of getting a no. Because yeah. Kevin and Angel weren't really friends for that long before, before the time. Like, they met maybe, like, in June or July, and this was in November so when he was, was asking friends, this. Was their friendship kind of facilitated through you initially? Um, not or was through it another, me. Which is just a group of friends. <laughs> yeah, be, be, it was someone else that brought him into the friend group. Okay. And then added him to the group chat. Okay. Yeah, so um, that's how it went. It started off, and you know, we started. We had like one, like one conversation about like what we wanted it to be about, and everybody had different things. We were like, well, it can be everything. It doesn't have yeah. to be one. So like that's why I think our podcast has lasted this long so far because we don't say no to nothing. Like we can bring up whatever we want on a podcast, and yep. we could talk about everything in one episode and because that's. That's and there's three different doing. perspectives. You know, I see, I, see, I see a lot of times, you know, it might be, you know, obviously there's a, a lot of one person podcasters. I see a lot yeah, of yeah. two person podcasts, three person podcasts, I think definitely bring out an elevated level of different perspectives because there's definitely like when there's two people, you have two people just kind of coming from one side each. When that exactly. third person, and you know, I'm I'm gonna sit, you know, I'm gonna just say this because this might have been one of the questions I had over here on the list. Because, you know, I'm going to just say this. I do notice that, you know, sometimes you, my friend, <laughs> get a little hot. 
I you be getting a little hot. You be getting a little hot. And so I'm, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about nobody else's opinion. Right. Or anything. Or anything. Well, no. So whether you agree with me or not, I don't really care about your opinion. And that's no. how I come up course sometime on the podcast because after I answer a question, I don't need you to piggyback on my answer. Like, I don't need you to give me feedback on my answer. Like, you can answer the question without referencing me. What's uh, or, what's, your, what's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Okay, I'm going to have to look up some Virgos because let me tell you oh, something. Beyonce is uh, a Virgo. Uh, have you seen you. Beyonce directing her shows? Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Okay, Somebody and also, okay, so fired. one thing I will say is as far as being an Aries, um, I'm kind of the same way. Um, and also, like, I'm very, I don't want to say controlling, but I do like to have create, like, control. Um, yeah. Like, the when situation. you have an idea, when you have an idea or you had a plan, you wanted to go according to plan. Absolutely. Now, so I, I understand definitely where you're coming from on that because I'll be seeing. Yeah, I do agree. Like my thing is, look, if it's a question that all three of us got to answer, then let's all three of us answer it without anybody giving a rebuttal. Now, if my answer is different than yours, <laughs> but I'm not going to disagree with you. But I will say, no, you know what? No, no, no. You know Angel, what? Rebuttal, rebuttal is sometimes necessary, right? And that is fine. Rebuttal is necessary. And it is okay for someone to like want to have a discussion or a debate. But you can't, like, you can't rebut somebody by saying that they're wrong. Yeah, no. You like can't. on their opinion. Like if I don't like something, I don't like something. Yeah. So you can't start off with I don't agree and that's stupid or yeah. you're, you're wrong. It's 100%. like, no, what I think is what yeah. I think, and what I like is what I like. And if you don't like that, that's fine. But you can state what you like. You don't and have I'll to tell like people all I the like. time, I'll be like, uh, they'll be like, well, you don't need to feel that way. And I'll be like, well, I don't need your permission <laughs> to feel how I'm feeling. But thank you for yeah. the offer of the permit. Like, thank you, you know, but like, so, but no, I'm yeah. just saying, like, for me, I know, I know. I would love to have a counterpart where I would kind of like go back and forth because it's kind of dope to bounce. Yeah. Like for me, I have different guests on here every week. So it's a little it's a little different because I don't really build huge reports with a lot of these people. And, you know, a lot of times we don't really even get to anything that's kind of like passion wise. So I can't wait till I do find, yeah. find me a like guest, a co-host that, you know, we can merge some stuff together because I think it would be dope. But like, I think it's hilarious when you an angel be on there arguing. And I just want to know, like, I want to know. Well, so well argue we argue. Opinions? Do y'all argue about opinions or facts? Both. <laughs> now, first of all, we Puerto Rican. So I know, I know. When Even when we talk, it's loud. So when you argue, it's 10 times louder. And me, even if I'm not arguing, if I just don't want to hear what you're saying, I'm going to just talk 10 times over you, and I don't want to hear what you got to say. But <laughs> but I think that our dynamic, having three people, right? Yeah. You said If two people are on one side, you still have that third perspective. That does, that does not mean that we always disagree. Sometimes we all agree on the same thing. Right. And sometimes oh, yeah. we all disagree with each other for different reasons. Yeah. But a lot of podcasts have two hosts. And usually it's not even two equal hosts. It's like a main host and a guest host or a co-host. I've always noticed and, it's typically one person who's kind of like 
laid back. Leading the whole thing. And yeah, there's, there's one leading one and then there's one that's just chiming in. Exactly. So I don't really like two-person podcasts unless there are... I like solo podcasts because I like to hear the... If I follow your podcast or if I even like a celebrity like Amanda Seals, I like yeah. you and I already, I already know what you believe. I already yeah. know what you stand for. So I No Amanda Seals... No oh, Amanda, Amanda Seals disrespect will be tolerated ever. <laughs> Period. I love her. So, like, Amanda Seals is a solo podcaster, right? But she has a lot of guests as well. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that she only have guests that are friends or that she like on the show. And I'm like, it's her fucking show. Why would I interview somebody that I don't give a fuck about? Like, the whole point of having your show is to do what you want. And also, if, you know, a motherfucker don't like her, they probably not going to come on her show. Uh, no, 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 no. Because you have people that want to sell a book, no matter what. That is so true. I did, see, I, did see, I did see Amarosa damn near punch Wendy Williams with that goddamn exactly. book. Exactly. Even Amarosa with that book from the White House, she would have went on Amanda Seals' show. Please. They don't turn down any opportunity to... to um, to get any pro- any publicity, but unless the, unless it's on kicking it with Keith. <laughs> but you know what? Even when Amanda Seals is interviewing a friend, right, and they share the same opinions, that's fine. Like you yeah. already know where that person stands. You know what you're following. Exactly, and it's yeah. like a guest, right? Yeah. So whether you're listening to her with a guest or solo, you're still getting her perspective or her yeah. side. When you're listening to a podcast where two people are debating, like let's say about Real Housewives, but they have the same fucking opinion on like who's the best housewife, who's the favorite, who they want to get kicked off. What am I getting out of that? Like y'all both like the same person. You're not critiquing each other. Like what's the point? Giselle is the one I want to get kicked off. Or no, no, <laughs> I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. It's it's Robin. Why? Robin not going nowhere. Robin not going nowhere. Whether you don't like her or not, she ain't going nowhere. Listen, it's not that I don't like her. It's just like to me, Robin's the placeholder, like Cynthia Bailey. Like, like everybody can't be a main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you think Nene Leakes was the main character for like ten years? But it's Everybody like, can't be a main like, character. I, I feel like at the reunions and shit like that, Cynthia Bailey, like every time, like, you know, Andy would go around and ask questions. I feel like Cynthia was always like, is it my turn? Got- <laughs> well, listen, you for, that check, for that check, I'm doing that too. You goddamn um, motherfucking right. You exactly. goddamn motherfucking right. Shit. But you know what was funny? Look at, look at where Candy is now. Candy was the same. Candy was a filler. She was a friend because Candy never had drama. Yeah. The thing happened with Phaedra. Candy was not a main character. Yes, she was a name and holding a peach because of who she is. She's the richest one, and she was actually she was a wife and she was dating, but she wasn't problematic. Nobody was watching the show for Candy Burris until because remember she was best friends with Phaedra. She was always Phaedra's backup. I think Candy for that. I think at that time, I might have been watching the show more so for maybe Phaedra and Nene at that time. But, and then even Nene's problem with Candy was yeah. that she never like held Phaedra accountable. 
until that happened where Phaedra yeah. was jealous of Candy. Now, the next, and, now I did now know, I did tune in for Candy on that one because I think honestly, if we're gonna keep it real and this ain't no this ain't woman shaming, this ain't nothing, I think Candy was going through uh what is it called postpartum that ep- that season because she just had her oh. baby and she had just had her baby and she came and back she was, that motherfucking season and lit yeah. Phaedra on fire i said oh that's post and no she remember she got into with the dude she got into a porsche she got into with yeah. that dude that was with, that was working with her i said oh god damn i said candy got more drama in the first three episodes that she done had all nine but, seasons but you know what it wasn't even even with, with that it's a different kind of drama it's not drama like over nothing because you like drama you want to yeah. argue and fight over everything True. it was her telling people they're not playing with her can't play with my name. Like I got lawyers I and I have I money. Her. You don't have the money to keep up with me in law in in, 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 the, in the lawsuit. So watch your fucking mouth. What did uh what did Candy say? I think it was listen, I think it was season four. Like the first episode with Nene and Candy, they almost got into a fight. Nobody gave a fuck about Candy. No, they didn't. But let me tell you something. When Candy was Nene. about to fuck up Nene because Nene was the only her face. And even then, even in the so beginning, I'm gonna start talking to you right now <laughs> before I end up blowing up. <laughs> and that's when she had the rooster hair. Like nobody cared about Candy back then because yeah. Candy at that time was all buddy buddy with Kim. Let me tell you though, Candy, when she got on that motherfucker reunion stage and she and she hit him with the I can take care of every motherfucker on this stage if I wanted to. I was like, oh, I like her. Let me get on that stage. Uh. <laughs> exactly because I love Nini I love Nini yeah but even Nini yeah. she had to put Nini in her place because Nini was like anybody give a fuck about them old ass songs them songs still pay her bills to this day what are you talking about oh. so when you pull up her resume and you pull up her accolades you gotta give a fuck about them old ass songs those songs pay her bills and those songs clean my home okay <laughs> something do you want to like Yo, I want, I want to make there was a video yesterday on TikTok from Via Housewives Atlanta TikTok page, and it was when Candy, Phaedra, and Sheree went on the Wendy Williams show to sing No Scrubs. That was tragic. No, what was tragic was when Candy went on that one that one morning show and start and, and sang what was a Silent Night. Whoo, okay. Anyway. We gonna leave off of that. Off of that. No, no. That. What about Candy singing at the reunion show? Okay. What about? She's a songwriter, though. What about? What about? What about when Shamari shut her down? Shamari. Oh, I remember Shamari. She was one one season, right? Yeah. Remember when they went and they did a singing competition? Isn't that the bitch that was on Blueprint? She was on... Oh, that's my show. You talking about... It's called BET Presents The Encore. Yeah. That was my show. Oh, yeah. I was was there for the drama. I was there for the... Like, for the vocal... Like, for... There was so much talent in that house. But then, like, Iris, she sounded like a smoked cigarette. Like, I don't know. Like... A lot of talent from a few of them. There was a lot of talent from the Cherish Girls. Well, I feel like that was just people being pussy and letting them take all that control. 
Well, I'm because... sorry. I, I think that I think that I think personally they were being bossy, but I think also yeah. like I think if I if I can be confused, but they uh, they were able to boss them around. That's the thing. Also, I will say, if you ain't if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. And I'm I don't mean that mm-hmm. more so like you know they it should, it's okay for them to be bossy, but I feel like they brought a lot of women into one house, and I yeah. feel like only certain women in that house had the ability and credentials to produce music now a lot of them they well, were guess their- what they didn't need to produce the music they had producers actually it, i think they was part of the production team. and songwriters no no they wrote no they wrote the songs no no i know that but they also have songwriters no they didn't know so the the premise of the show was for them to uh get in there and make the song they brought they brought in because the two girls from church knew elijah and the other guy they brought them in to help but they were the two delegated producers in the house so no they were not they They gave themselves that title but okay so let me ask you this though let me ask you this if you got a bunch of remember hello they weren't even fighting with the producers hold on hold on can I, can I ask my question? <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, listen, listen. Just See, one thing, just like on Bilad Man, when something is said and is not correct, you cannot move on until the record is clear. So what I wanted but, to say was... But on kicking it with Kate... But hold on, the Chevron girls were not the delegated producers. They gave themselves that title. And that's why when um, the producers were in the studio and they were like, this is the version we're going to use, they were like, no, you're going to use my version. And he was like, what am I here for? I'm the producer. Well, you know, I get by lad men, but I'm kicking it with Keith. You know, we <laughs> give everybody chances to speak without cutting each other oh, yeah. off. So ahead. what I was saying was, I feel like you as a Virgo and me as an Aries can understand that if you are in a house full of people who say that they have a common goal, yeah. And ain't nobody really adding to that common goal. When you have a idea or a vision, yeah, you, you kind of don't you you if ain't nobody if y'all ain't putting in work, don't get mad at me for like coming in and like putting in the work to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if y'all just sitting around like smoking cigarettes and shit all day, don't get mad at me for actually making beats and like producing shit and writing lyrics. That's kind of how I feel. Well, and listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I'm no, just I agree with that. Hold on. The vibe got uncomfortable because Keith likes to speak too. So we got to both be able to speak. Other than that, we still good. But we got, I don't we know. We got always to be able to speak. speak. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kicking with Keith. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. for the audio portion on all streaming platforms. And catch the video on my YouTube channel on Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Thank you for your continued support, friend. I love me some you, and you are greatly appreciated. Um, no, everything you said is fine, right? But if that was really the intentions of the Cherish Girls, I don't think that was. Because if that was your intention, you would have wanted the strongest voices that you had there to stay. It wouldn't be, is my way or the highway. If you don't like it, you can leave. Because at the end of the day, this project isn't going anywhere, to be honest, without Aubrey O'Day. Like, where are you going without Aubrey O'Day? What was Aubrey doing on that track, though? She was the one that couldn't even keep up with them. Aubrey put the vocals down when she had to. Aubrey put the vocals up. She woke up, came down, <laughs> there, 
She woke up and was like, <laughs> on a gospel track. They was like, girl, we can't use that. On the oh, gospel. well, they didn't, I don't even know where they were going with that gospel track, child. The well, gospel track for the... The gospel track from the last from the lesbian that's still in the closet. Come on, she's still in the closet at fifty one. No, listen, listen. I I fuck with Aubrey. You know, probably before encore, I will say this. But yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it real. If I'm keeping it real, and this is this is nothing. This is no shade against Aubrey's talent. Mm-hmm. To me, it was literally odd girl out in that instance. Like, and I'm not saying it any as an insult to her. I just feel like production, in a sense, brought yeah. a bunch of like old school R&B girls, R&B, like R&B, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like Aubrey, although she was in a, a group, she was in a, I feel like a more so pop group, R&B, pop, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. She, although she was with Diddy, you know what I'm saying? She, yeah. she still didn't have the same genre of music as a lot of the girls in that house did. So they were all so used to early 90s production, you know, we gonna sound like this and do this and Aubrey... I just I'm not cherish. Well, no, not them, not them, not them. But I'm more so speaking of you got like I'm just kind of thinking of like the way that some of them were 40, 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes, and although you know, all music is music, but I feel like they kind of just threw her in there on purpose, like to be like Kim Zoziak. I I feel like they Kim Zoziak. I do, and I and I and I I don't feel like there's any shade to her. I can't say that. I can't say that. Because at the end of the day, Aubrey is argue, arguably the most successful one in the house. She is. When it comes to awards and a, a record sales. Whether you like her or not, because I'm not even a fan that much of Danny DeCane or Aubrey, because Aubrey is an attention seeker on Instagram, on social media, with all the photoshopping, surgeries, all that shit. Like, the reason why they're on the show... Who, who is that again, woman? That ain't, listen, that ain't Aubrey. <laughs> That's not Aubrey. That ain't the Aubrey. Listen, how do you? How do you? It ain't. I'm 31. How do you? Okay, so and I'm 30. I'll be 31 yeah. next month. That's not the Aubrey we grew up with, okay? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But guess what? To be honest, BT was playing around with that cast. Because That's what I'm saying. I feel like they the cast was a though. joke. No, no, but not even with her. It was a joke with the 702 girls. Uh, Come on. Come on. I would have to disagree with you because I think Irish sounded amazing. No, no, no. I'm not saying that they can't sing. What I'm saying is. I'm just playing. Them hoes can't sing. Irish said, Every man wants a woman. Shamari, right? Shamari be floating. Right? God. At the end of the day, listen, let's say we had Nivea, Shamari, yeah. the Cherish Girls, and Aubrey. Who's buying the album? Nobody's buying the album. Nobody's buying the album, period. Nobody's buying the album, period. I, so, but I'm say this. I'm there. I, was li- I live for the show, but on the basis of... Did we forget about Keely? Oh, hold on. <laughs> That was the motherfucking um, producer that was delegated or whatever. So I will say this. Initially, Keely was irritating the shit out of me. And I'm going to say this. Also, I think she irritated the shit out of me through the whole season. Just based off kind of how she was. And Keely, to me, I'm going to keep it real. I think she, I expected her to be one way. And then seeing on her reality TV, she was kind of 
Yeah. She was kind of, in, for lack of better words, Karen-y in a sense. I'm a, I hate to say that. But I will say this. Dance-wise, routine-wise, organization-wise, everything-wise, aside from maybe Aubrey, because Aubrey left. But I'm just saying, when yeah. Keely started yeah. getting in that position and they started letting her do what she needed to do, yeah. she really did. You could really see that she knew what she was talking about in those moments. You know what I'm saying? And she could still what, move like a motherfucker. She could still dance. Yeah. Big and all. Current, that big old neck. What, oh, she could still dance with that neck. <laughs> but what took away from her and her experience and talent that nobody wanted to listen to her was from the beginning, she already didn't like Aubrey. She just yeah. didn't like Aubrey. Yeah. And she was always starting shit behind the scenes. Always. Yeah, yeah she's problematic. I think I've heard that with her. Like, even I heard Raven Simone say that she's throwing chicken bucket at Notori and shit. Like, bitch, why are you wasting that chicken? Right. And imagine if that chicken had imagine if the chicken had hot sauce on it and Notori had got hot sauce in her eye. I would have killed that hoe. And look at Notori now. And and look at Adrian. Look at Adrian. Look how karma saying. works. And you see all that karma. And now, stuck in now, neck. What, now it's stuck in the turkey neck. And gobble, gobble. <laughs> do you know what, what was crazy? The other day <laughs> out on Twitter. <laughs> Not the turkey neck. Oh gobble gobble. The, the 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 turkey neck. It was there. She was the whole turkey. You and a fucking corset. Yeah. Even breathe and that stage. <laughs> now, the the reason why I thought about Blueprint was because I went on Twitter the other day, and I cannot find their page. But when I found it on Google, they had seven thousand followers. On Twitter. On Twitter. So I know. Page, I think I, I, I followed their Instagram, but I didn't know they had a Twitter. Yeah, I don't. I don't really use. I didn't know they had an Instagram, but I would never even tag them on Instagram for what. But on Twitter, they only had 7,000 followers and they had like seven retweets on the album. Really? So I'm like, you know what? They played, they were playing in these people's faces. So, yeah, I was like, I would say, I don't, I don't necessarily see it for the group per se, but no, if I can keep it real, I, I love the show. I love the concept of that show. Oh. If I can think, if I can think, like, because Carlos King was behind the show, uh, Ca- Carlos King and uh, Todd, uh, Candy's husband, they produced, they, made that show and so if i could think about like the concept i'm like they won on the concept because that's a great concept bringing in other artists and then seeing like what can y'all do together to produce an album but then like do i feel like there would be certain longevity between like super groups no not really like i don't know like i would think like if they kind of super group like you know yeah. escape and swv or some shit like that maybe yeah. some people will listen to that shit but if certain it just got to make sense <laughs> but you know what even if it's not about being a super group they could have one form one yeah. hit. They could have one hit that went off, but I feel like, unfortunately, with Carlos King, a lot of his shows could be fucking amazing. But I feel like he goes for the drama. That's it. Because yeah. and he received backlash in the beginning of it because he, he still well, gets I'll, it. Yeah, because of what happened with Aubrey when they had one like when they tried like they turned everybody turned on Aubrey and then she was going out the house. They were like. She became queen, and overnight everybody hates her. And it was because that's of why I said, they, that's why I said he Kim Zodiac her. Kim Zodiac, Kim Zodiac herself. I know, no, no, no. Like, I know. Nobody. I know, I know. Yes, yes. But I'm just more so mean. Like he put, he put Aubrey to me. When I say Kim Zodiac, I'm more so mean. Like he put Aubrey in a group full of black women. 
And then, you know, obviously, anytime she said anything, it was going to be, up oh, here this white girl go. Even though they didn't say it on camera. Even though they didn't say it on camera. But I'm pretty sure behind scenes, they was all smoking their cigarettes outside by the pool. Like, here that white bitch. I know that bitch. Blah, 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 blah. And so then, at the end of the day, she became queen and then... Turn, just like Kim kind of became like head of the show and then at the very last minute everybody turned on her and then what? She left. Just like Kim walked at that goddamn diner. <laughs> Listen. The, no if, the show, <laughs> if, if the show has structure where they yeah. wanted to get movie done, music done yeah, and they had everybody like in meetings like Producing a concept for the album, not the way they made it, like a competition yeah. and votes and all that bullshit. Yeah. They could have got something done. I think that takes. Uh, a, I think that takes away from honestly. You know what? I'll say this. I think he knows what people want to watch. I think he knows that people wanted to see the. I think he knows that people wanted to see the old school girls and the new school girls clash his. Now I do agree. What everything uh, you're saying you as far as that? the organization, had there been organization, had there been meetings, had there been actual structure behind stuff. There would have been a lot more stuff that was able to get done with none of the drama. But if we're going to keep it real, like, honestly, well, I'm not going to say this because some people do like to watch positive stuff. Some people do. But then when they come to reality TV, those producers, they put out what they know is going to get people, you know, going crazy like that. So I will. I do feel like the show, the concept of it is amazing. I do feel like, you know, uh, like it's season one. So that could be like lit. Like we got to learn. We got to learn and grow from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe if we do it better next season. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There is no other season. No, I don't think with them. I think that I think he could keep doing it with other groups, like with other people. I think that would be dope if he kept You know what? Like, that's the, a misconception, too, right? With the drama factor that people are not going to watch unless you do, unless you give them a drama, right? When you put six people in a house, you're going to get drama. Absolutely. You don't have to do anything. To be honest, like you can like look look at on the Real Housewives when they go on a group trip. There's always fucking drama. Yeah. All they gotta do is start drinking and bring up some old shit, and there's drama. All they got to do is go to dinner. All they got to do is sit down and pick they never up eat. A, a fork. All they got to do is put a a piece of a, a green bean in their mouth, and the shit start. I don't know. Exactly. And then there's always one person that's actually eating, like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? But in that show, what that's I candy. think fucked it up, <laughs> candy ass and like Mimi at the fucking reunions, like, I'm gonna eat this fucking chicken. Like, well, I don't Mimi, know what's going on. Mimi, Mimi Fouse, well, she be like, here, fuck it. Yes. Yes, eating it. Fucking- <laughs> when she ate that burrito, she was like, I'm hungry. Fuck that. <laughs> Like, I think, like, the show, right? Making everybody a queen. Yeah. Already right there. Why are you voting on who's going to be in charge? Yeah. We are all grown. We're all here because of our... Credentials. Our record, yeah. right? Yeah. And our talent. So we should be equal. Why yeah. the fuck we voting for a leader? I that's like if that. me. That's like if me, Angel, and Kevin every week voted for who's going to lead the episode. That makes no sense. You're looking for drama. Issues. I have control issues. Even if it don't make sense, it's not going to happen over here. So you can feel like you are the leader in your head all you want to, but I will let you take that to a certain extent. I will also chop you in your trachea if you come over here on some bullshit. Other than that, yeah, you know, I'll let you be old, but some people really do be trying to take that shit and like Keely, run with it. Like, no, like, 
You ain't queen. Like, nigga, you ain't the king for real. Exactly. But you see, that's what happened when you give people the queen in a show like that. Because they're like, bitch, just because you got that title don't make anything you got to say anymore. Especially, especially when you're the youngest one there and you got women who have worked with Biggie, who have outsold everything that you have ever done in your life, who have been with Pete. You can't say. And that's what I think that's what does yeah. it to me. I don't think that it would be such a bad thing. Let's just say, for instance, right, when Pam became queen, right, a lot of mm-hmm. people were like, okay, Pam, you know, she's older. She probably knows what she's speaking about. Like, we want her. We, it's okay for her to be queen. But it's yeah. a little different when Pam, who was in, you know, total, who was started before all of them, who had the most commercial success, I think, even though they're broke now, I think they had the most commercial <laughs> success. Um, but I will say this, it's a lot different from Pam coming in, being humble with her queen title and saying, this is what I feel like we should do. You know, maybe instead of Keely, who was in two girl groups that broke up and the youngest one there coming in being like, y'all wrong. This is what you need to know. And I'm trying to help y'all. Like even with the cherished girls, the, the youngest girls there, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, I feel like I wouldn't mind. I would not mind my queen being somebody who was an actual queen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Who was actually like who put in that fucking work, knew what they was doing or talking about and had some knowledge or some wisdom they wanted to lay on us younger folk, whatever. But I wouldn't want nobody. Yeah. Honestly, I hate to say this. I wouldn't want as a 50 year old or a 60 year old, whatever the case may be. I wouldn't want no fucking 30 year old trying to be my queen because I'd be like, bitch. But the, but but if you if you remember in the show, the Cherish girls didn't become queen until the end. Yeah, I know. And the people that were actually mad of not being queen are the young girls. Yeah. It wasn't the, it wasn't the older girls. That's what I'm saying. They, First the, of all, the, the older women didn't even want to be queen because they knew that it came with drama. <laughs> that is true. And you know what I will say also, although I really, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Half of me, you know, Misha, the, the, the uh, not the one, the one from 702, not the one that couldn't sing, but the other one that could hardly sing. Um, she... I feel like I liked how, like, how, like, I feel like she was about that action. But I also feel like all she did was just, like, complain and, like, cry. I'd be like, girl, like. Well, this is why I'm telling you that the whole show was flawed. Like, the way it's, yeah. like, like you said, the concept. Yeah. The concept the can concept. make for a fucking hit show. It's just like, yeah. I'm making the band, right? I'm making yeah. the band. That's literally yeah, that's, okay. So I'm glad you said that because that's honestly how I'm kind of seeing it, uh, just on a different type of scale. Because I'm thinking, you know, making a band is obviously developing a brand new group of people who don't know how to work with other people. Honestly, honestly, this is because I don't think just because you're using a girl group means you know how to work with other people. That's how those girl groups end up breaking the fuck up. That's why they break up. Exactly. I've actually heard that the girl group experience is a nightmare. The only one I can say that wasn't is Destiny Child. I mean, but we can't say that for probably the. I don't for, think they broke up because of issues. It's because no, I'm just. But listen, but listen, but listen, on. but listen. We can say that for the latter years. Yeah. But at, at the beginning of the situation, when it came to like Latoya and the other girls, like they don't, they don't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. We only, we only care about the final three. I care about the ones who gave them a name. Because they was popping, but they well, was popping before Michelle came in. They was popping before. And Kelly been there from the beginning, and we could yeah. still get some songs with the yeah. four, with the three. 
So that's fine. No, no, no. I just no, I just feel like like don't forget where you come from in a sense. Like I know, but don't get it twisted. Like I love Michelle. I love the the I'll say this because I went to a Beyonce yeah. concert, right? I went to a Beyonce concert. And I felt like, I, if I can be honest with you, as I was there, I felt like I was o- underwhelmed with. What? So listen, actually, let me let me, and I'm gonna clarify this too. So I live in Phoenix, right? With Phoenix, I've I'll, I've gone to a few concerts here where I feel like a lot of times the Phoenix stop is just a stop in their tour. So because honestly, there's not really a bunch of there's not a whole lot of people here that are you know let's just say this beyonce comes to new york she knows she has to put on a show she knows she's put on the show when she came to phoenix it was more so like okay this is just kind of the stuff we got to get this through and it's it was kind of just like that um same thing with chris brown same thing kind of with k michelle Mm. ariana grande is just kind of like we're coming through we're gonna get through but then when you see them in places like houston la new york or Miami, they are Vegas. They do yeah. these huge extravagant events. So that's the only thing I will say. I said mm. when I seen her here, I was a little what tour? Huh? What tour? The last one. The one she uh, did with Jay-Z. So I actually okay. I actually ended up enjoying Jay-Z's segment more than I enjoyed hers, just because it more so seemed like she had just woke up or she was just not like honestly, just like another leg on the tour. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't even yeah. hate on her for that. Because Phoenix yeah. ain't it. It ain't it. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but I've said after that experience, I said, honestly, I don't think that I would ever pay to go see another Beyonce concert. But would I go pay to see oh a God. motherfucking Destiny's Child concert? I would pay every dollar in my goddamn bank account. Even the, and, I'm, and when I say that, I mean the last three. And I also mean the first eight of them that was in it. I don't goddamn yeah. know. What about 14 of Ain't they named like now, ain't they named DC three or something now? I don't did Matthew come in and fuck yes, all DC three, DC three, the three girls. Cause there was DC four before. <laughs> well, didn't Matthew come in and fuck all it up? Damn Matthew, shit. What didn't Matthew fuck up? Thank God Beyonce <laughs> fired his ass soon as he fucking had that baby. But you know what? I'm actually shocked that you said that about a Beyonce concert because I talk to people all the time like about her concerts. Like I've been to six Beyonce concerts. Yeah. Every single one, like you're standing the entire time. Like I, I, really I even think- went to her show at the Roseland Ballroom. It was the last show that they were having. Where's that um, at? It was when- and um, Where- but it's probably it's smaller. Is it Manhattan? You- New York City. <laughs> it's not in, but it's not in Phoenix. No, 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 no. But this was even a private, like a smaller yeah. event. It was like maybe three thousand people. Yeah. Because she do stadium, sixty thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah. This was um, this was a, a private show. It was like a series of concerts for the four album. And Ooh. she was pregnant. She was pregnant at the time, and she didn't announce it yet. And I could tell. I got videos from that performance still, where she had a silver dress. It was loose on her boobs, and it was covering her stomach. And I was like, she's got to be pregnant because she's always naked, always in a leotard, always showing her body. Yeah. And then she announced it later on at the VMAs that year. Yeah, with that love on top. But it, yes, love on top. But even at those three concerts she did in Roseanne Ballroom, it wasn't a big production. But it's like the performing and the dancing and the garments. Like, she going to give you okay. a fucking show. So let me, I'm going to say this then. But the collab with Jay Z, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say this: she looked amazing. 
Yeah. She sounded amazing. The there was a there was a visual, there was an aesthetic, there was a lot of stuff going on. But when I'm just more so saying I was underwhelmed by her energy. She honestly, mm-hmm. it seemed like she had just woke up from a nap. Like we seen Did her. Did she look high? I don't know. I don't know. Because I was. Because I a lot of people said she was high on the last tour. She could. Honestly, she. And that could have really been it. Because it was more so like. It, you ever see that video of like that? Okay. No, no, no. You ever see that video of that white guy on stage with like that dude who's rapping or whatever. And he's like. In the back, <laughs> that's kind of what Beyonce was that's, giving. That's that kind of what she was giving while Jay Z was performing the whole time. Like she was kind of just like, mm-hmm. like, and it, it, yeah. and, and, it, and, and, and said, I, I a lot of people like, put they, videos where they said hit the blunt like when, they, when you hit the blunt or when the edible kick in, and then they put yeah. Beyonce dancing next to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's probably from this performance here because like, it probably <laughs> is. But, but I would say like she the. I'm going to say this. We were in a stadium, right? But maybe yeah. half of the stadium was sold out. So I can understand mm. maybe why you would not put as much fucking money, as much effort into our production mm. in this particular stadium because only half of the tickets sold. Mm. And I'm not saying that had anything to do with Beyonce. I'm just saying that's literally just where we're at in Phoenix. Yeah. Like, there was a huge section of the stadium that was like empty. And it was like, I would have looked yeah. at them and been like, well, shit, y'all look at it, come out here on my bed. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, but I, but it was, I, I, I'm glad I did it because I can at least say I breathed the same mm-hmm. air as Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did that. Uh, I breathed the air of uh, Ariana. I heard my first whistle yes. note and she killed that motherfucking shit. I heard uh-huh. it. I heard it. It's not, heard- it's not, it's not, it's, it's not real. an actual whistle, y'all. She did it oh. out of her throat. Um, <laughs> it happened. I thought she was a little teeny bobble. I was like, It happened, girl. I was like, We about to go, whatever. And she opened up her yeah. mouth. I said, <laughs> I said, That motherfucker insane. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> but, right, no, now, listen, okay, so off of all these motherfucking reality shows, singers, and shit, because I actually had some questions right. for you. So to the question, real, y'all, uh, podcast can be is like it doesn't have to be a specific thing. It can go yeah. anywhere, and that's fine. People want to listen. You know what? I'm glad you said that because I've been telling people because uh, initially, right when I started doing these uh, podcast episodes, I would well when I started doing kicking it with Keith this segment. Yeah, um, I would I would invite people to do interviews. And mm. a po and the thing that I would notice is because I'm the thing I'm like I'm kind of I'm a comedian I'm I like to talk and you know joke dudes up whatever I would ask people questions and I would be you know be like hey so tell us about yourself you know what's this what's that and they would sit there and just talk for five ten minutes and I'd be sitting there like well I want to say something too nigga and so that's what I kind of that's, that's kind of when I went from like okay maybe I'm gonna stop doing interviews and start yeah. podcasting so. There can be different perspectives because I was trying so hard in the beginning not to insert my own perspective because I would ask somebody mm. a question and they would say something. And I would like not even like trying to rebuttal it, but like maybe be like, oh, yeah, I feel you. Or but it was like, don't disrespect interviewing this person. No, when you're interviewing someone, you're the interviewer. So you yeah. have to have control of the interview. Like yeah. even these reporters, it doesn't matter what reporter it is. They can be interviewing the president. At the end of the day, they have control of the interview. Like, once you accept to be interviewed, 
you're on their playground. No, so like, I get, I, I do get that, but I will say prior to that, prior to me starting this, I was like, yeah. although I was already in talks of me doing this, <clears throat> it just yeah. was a matter of me getting my first guest and getting everything solidified. Yeah. I did I did get invited to do an interview with somebody else who brought me on their podcast. And when they did invite me on there to interview me as an interview, I'm on there listening to them talk about themselves the whole time, talk about some drama they got with this dude and this other dude and this person and this person. And I'm sitting on there like, oh, my God, I thought I was getting interviewed. You've asked me probably one or two questions about myself. And now I'm sitting yeah. on here on camera with you talking about these other influencers that you could possibly pull me into or some shit. No. So I really, t after that moment, I was like, if you're going to interview people, don't ever make them feel how you felt in that moment. Make sure you respect mm. their, everything they're doing. But then I started thinking, like, shut the fuck up. I want to talk too, bitch. Like, no, we're going to podcast from now on. <laughs> exactly. You know what? That is a good distinction. Uh, make like you got to be in a podcast mentality yeah even when you interview someone even on our show when we interview people that's why we do segments with them too like yeah. we'll do the interview we'll get the interview out the way we'll ask yep. you the questions why we brought you on but then we'll have our segments by land men debate yeah lovers like shut the fuck up and stuff like that and let them be a part of the show as well because yeah. to be honest like I'm listening to a podcast i don't just want to hear an interview like I don't want to just hear you asking a question. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna like experience you guys um, vibing off of each other yeah. and having genuine conversations. It's yeah. not just like, oh, like you know, I just came across you on Instagram. So tell me, like, you know nothing about me. Why am I on your show? And I feel like when like, you use the word interview, it comes off more like formal. Like I feel like when mm -hmm. you say interview, somebody comes on there like. Hmm. Yeah. So yes, uh, my name and, and, and I noticed that. So I feel like now we're gonna yeah. do a podcast. Like I'm not no normal ass nigga. You gonna get on here? We gonna laugh? We gonna joke? I'm not <laughs> gonna. I might make you a little uncomfortable. At some you know at some yeah. point of the situation. But like I got tired of those buttoned up. Like hmm. yeah, yeah. And this and my resume and but not the not that you know I'm calling nobody out because I love all of my guests on here and don't nobody go yeah. back looking and see who answered none of the questions like that. <laughs> Uh, but I'm <laughs> but you know what? Even TV has to catch on to that, where they had yeah. to distinguish between interviews and guest calls. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. when you interview someone, yes, it's fine to still interview people in 2022, right? Even on a podcast. If that person has something to interview them about. Like, if they have a project coming out. You understand? Like, what am I interviewing? Like, even if it's Gabrielle Union, right? Anthony. Anthony. Dropping gems? <laughs> no, you, you dropping gems and I'm picking shit up and I'm just, listen, no, because for real, do you know how many motherfuckers <laughs> who have reached out to me since I've started this who are like, I want to come on your podcast and talk. And I'm like, now listen, I do get, you know, also, because I, I work it on the five too, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't I ain't hitting on nobody to work it on the five, yeah. but I'm just being like, yeah. um, we're not going to sit around and talk about you know how your calls at Verizon wireless are going you know what I'm no, I'm saying like for real like you gotta break like if you're gonna come to my podcast I need for you to be living in your purpose every single day I need for you to wake up and be stressed the fuck out about how you gonna make it through your goals and purpose you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. I don't want people on here to just just like 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go work at Burger King. Nothing's wrong with Burger King, but I'm just saying, like, there's nothing that you could bring to kicking it with Keith's creative conversation. Yeah. I'll bring unless, creative. unless it's like one of your best friends or even your partner. Well, and, and you just want to have a kicking it with Keith, where you both are take are drinking and having conversations on hot topics. That's so fine too. Like, I could do. I could now. I could definitely be down with that. But I think I'm also yeah. talking about a lot of these people who I've reached out to. You know, to even try to do a motherfucking podcast, and they, they didn't even respond. And now that mm. you know, I'm doing it. Now they're like, "Oh, well, I think we should do this." No, you can go yeah. back to Burger King, my friend. <laughs> where you at? Because I've been reaching out to your ass, and now that you see mm. me putting my money and all my shit into it, you like, "Oh, I want to get on." How about right. you got my investment? Then you can get on. A lot of people have to be on Byline Man as well. And to be honest, like, let's say if Kevin or Angel want to bring somebody on, my first question is why? So, like, let's say if Angel or Kevin want to bring someone on. Yeah. I don't even look into it. I don't Google who it is. My first question is why? Right. Why? It can't just be because somebody has followers. It can't be just because somebody has a name. I need to know, like, are we doing an interview or is it a guest co-host? Like, an interview right. is because they're promoting something and not themselves. You, what are you coming on the podcast to just promote who you are? Like, we already know who you are. It's like, either you're going to guest co-host, you're guest yeah. co-host, right? So you could be a fourth chair and you could just co-host the whole episode and be a part of all the segments. Or an interview is literally for people who are promoting a project that's coming out. Yeah, Okay, now that makes more sense because I would get motherfuckers to interview and be like, I just want to talk about you. And they'd be like, you <laughs> but no, the, the fucking thing about it is I didn't realize how like when you come across people who are in the industry or doing what they want to do or like in this in the entertainment industry in general, it's amazing how much yeah. people love to talk about themselves. Them and I noticed themselves. like when I would be go back and when I would go back and do the editing part of the videos. I would notice that, like, I would be like this sometimes. <laughs> or they would be like, like they just be talking. Like, yeah, but guess what? A lot of people in the industry are self, like, yeah. self-absorbed. Yeah, and, and, I, and I noticed self. that. So I think I had to take control of the narrative when they come on my podcast and be like, "Look, I'm gonna ask you a couple questions when we first start." Then we're going to just start chopping it up because we ain't going to be here talking about you and your goddamn goals, dreams, and triumphs the whole time. Although this is called Kicking It With Keith, you know, the creatives. I'm, I got to figure out. A, listen, I'm re- listen, friend. I need I might need your help because I'm really trying to figure out a way to do like Kicking It With Keith's creatives, like some, some, something. I just can't. Yeah. Have, I just can't have a KK and a K in the title. No, I think it should be Kicking It With Keith and. Maybe when you have like a guest host, it could be kicking it with Keith and friends. Or see, I have a guest host every episode, so that's my thing. Oh, you like, do? Yeah, every single episode. Okay. I haven't done this by myself yet. Like I did. I initially I would do my live shows, um, and I think initially when I started this, I was like, get you a guest, and that's gonna like get it popping. And I feel like this is in a sense cross promotion for me, right? So I think of this as a situation where. You come on my show. I'm going to allow you to promote yourself. If you post it, we can get each other's followers. It's right. kind of like like support for support in a sense. And I'm really yeah. just going to do that more so until, you know, I get to a big enough following to where 
Well, no, I always no, I honestly want to always do that. Like, it's not even about the yeah. followers. It's literally just about yeah. supporting creators because I've like yeah. honestly, and I don't even want to get into that because I feel like I've been so sound like a fucking broken record on a lot of my podcast episodes <laughs> because I do yeah. there definitely is a deficit in creator supporting creators. So I, I and that's why I reached out to you. Do you remember? I don't, I don't know if you remember when I reached out to you. I was kind of surprised and a little like yes. taking off. You asking a question, right? I asked you I asked you some questions and mm-hmm. you provided me information. You sent me a couple links, you sent me some videos, and I think I was so surprised and so taken aback because you don't I don't typically get those types of responses from other creators. Yeah. So when yeah. I said when I was like honestly in that moment when I was like, God, thank you, I was so appreciative because you yeah. there's been so many times where you'll reach out, you'll see that your message got read, it's, it's left mm-hmm. on scene or whatever, or they just don't care. They just don't care to, you know, share the juice. And I get it because nobody's helped nobody. A lot of people get none of these places. But yeah, I, I, my platform is strictly geared toward yeah. creatives and entrepreneurs who are understanding struggle of the come up. Mm-hmm. And you get the best come up. I mean, the best create. Uh, you get the best content. When you're having these conversations with other people that are yeah. doing the same thing. Now, you know what? I don't even think of myself as a creator or a podcaster still. I don't. And it's the third season because I honestly just am myself. Like, when I'm on the show, I'm literally just myself. Like, if you see my stories and yeah. how I talk, that's just how I am. And that's why we even did a podcast because we are I mean, Brand, listen, it. that's part of being a creator. Um, you know, because yeah. listen... I don't have a character. Keith Wayne ain't a character I put on the front right. of the camera. Like, I'm like this all the time, but I am a creator because I put my I heart, my body, my mind, my money, everything mm-hmm. into my passion. Don't think of yourself as a creator. That's kind of that thing where, you know, a lot of people say uh, you can, uh, some people see stuff in you that you can't see in yourself. You know what I'm saying? So even for myself, like, I don't feel like, oh, Keith, I'm a creator. Like, I'm not getting up writing scripts. I'm not getting up and creating concepts and why well, I am creating concepts, but not, you know, plots and all that. Type of thing. But one thing I do feel like, that's why I said it's for creators and entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of the times I feel like those two go hand in hand. Even if you're an entrepreneur, to me, you're still a creator because you're creating whatever you're entrepreneur. And I feel like even as a creator, a lot of the times you're an, entre- you're an entrepreneur because we do this because we want to be able to, a lot of the times, get residual on the back end or just whatever the case may be. So, for me, the word creator is not a person who thinks of themselves as a creator, but a person who wakes up every single day. And even if it has been, even if your show has been going on for three years, you've been waking up every day for three years. And I'm sure, pretty sure the first thing that pops into your damn mind is by Latin men and how you can make your show better, what you can bring to the show, what can make the next episode, what can make the next season, what your co-host. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that is something that you both Wake up at 3.22 a.m. every morning. Well, that's because that group chat don't ever shut the hell up. That is why <laughs> it's on Do Not Disturb for me. Because I'll be like, you know what? I'll catch up tomorrow because <laughs> y'all don't shut the fuck up. But, no, I, like, I'm very aware that we have listeners and people DM me all the time about things that they heard on the podcast or to ask me questions and stuff like that. Yeah. But never think of myself like when anybody asks me like what do I do I go straight to like my nine fives like that's what I always bring up like I'll never bring up 
podcast ever. Like, unless they bring it up to me. Like, if oh, aren't you from the podcast? Like, anytime we go out, like, to a club or anywhere, like, in HK and stuff like that, people come up and be like, oh, aren't you from the podcast? Like, bala man, and then we'll say hi and stuff like that. But other than that, I don't, I never bring up the podcast ever. Really- I don't know why. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go get in trouble. Look, I'm, I got, I've been training new hires and shit at work. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, listen to my shit. Well, listen, hold on. Cause I'll be in that motherfucking chat. I'd be like, the Keith Chronicles. And I'd be like, thank you for kicking it with Keith. I'm like, it's kicking it with Keith. And I'm like, it's Chronicles with the K H R O N I C L E S. Go. Yeah, I'll be on that shit like for real. Honestly, I'm like, I really want to get to a point where I'm able to introduce myself as a podcaster that is respected. Mm. Because to be completely honest with you, I don't give a fuck about my nine to five. Uh, right, right, right. All my bills. And I, I was, take, I was uh, saying this to another uh, a rapper who I had on here a few weeks ago. I was saying, honestly, and I can't say this for you because you don't consider yourself a creative. And so, you know, when you introduce yourself, you introduce your nine to five. But I was saying, like, for me, I feel horrible. For any employer who hires a fucking creative, because when they be at work, they don't be giving a fuck about what is going on. All they really doing is focused on how can I get up. Like honestly, I get half of my creative work done while I'm at work. Seriously, because I'll be sitting there like, what can I do? I need to create a new graphic. I need to edit this video, edit this audio, like do something. I get it done on the clock. Yeah. I feel bad. Like I don't. I don't be there. They be like, I got a question. I be like, well, I don't got an answer. Uh. <laughs> well, you know what? That's fair, and that is the reality for a lot of entrepreneurs or artists because they are like that is their passion, right? And that's yeah. what they want to be doing. They don't want to do a nine to five. For me, I can do both. Like my nine to yeah. five is a job that I also love. I've done it for yeah. twelve years. I want to people like to work in that field. You have to have a passion for it. Right. So like when that happens, like like when people ask me what I do, that's the first thing I co- that comes to my mind because that is my career right now, right? Well, so like that, if my line men, that's that's different. Now if it is something yeah. you know that you're passionate about, something that you maybe went into training, educated yourself, credential wise, you know, or if it's something that just use you in a different level and you know what i'm saying i can definitely understand your perspective as far as introducing yourself as that like if i'm a fucking if i'm a neurologist and also a podcaster i'm probably going to introduce myself as the neurologist you know what i'm saying like, like <laughs> because i'm changing, I'm changing lives you know what i'm saying like yeah but but like I, I, I think hearing you explain it from that perspective i definitely understand what you're saying when you have a passion for your actual nine to five now when you're a nigga like me who really just goes from nine to five to another nine to five because the money's better? Yeah. I don't care about these motherfucking jobs. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, but like when you interview, like if you ask Andrew what he does, like he'll probably say podcast because he don't give a fuck about his job. And like Kevin too. Kevin don't give a fuck about no job. Kevin care about his businesses and podcasting. Honestly, I've never had a conversation with angels ever. Yeah. But I could literally, 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 if he was on this conversation and you say he don't give a fuck about his job, I could literally see him saying, and I don't. Oh, he <laughs> complains about his job every day. Him, it's him. I think, does he do that shoulder thing? Like, God. It's 
it's 11 a.m. And he's like, why is this day going by so slow? I'm like, shut the hell up. Like, shut up. But now, again, like, I think that this day and age of social media. So, like, when, when I think about a creative, I think about people, like, that make TikTok videos okay. or, like, concept videos on YouTube. I know, even though people hate TikTok, but there are some good to cover. I love TikTok. Is, I can't get, like, I'm just 30. I think I'm turning 31. I think my TikTok creative is gone. I don't know what it is. I can't do none of those damn dances. I don't know. Like, I miss when dancing was done with feet and, and legs and shit. That's the same. I don't know about this shit. We're in the same boat. Like, I love to watch it because I'm like, who got the time to put this shit together? Like, my TikToks are simple. My TikToks are a collection of fucking videos. That's it. Like, all you're going to see is step one to step five. That's it. You're not going to see me in a different scenario with different hair and different outfits and dropping out the ceiling, picking some. I'm not doing all of that. Because we have nine lives. <laughs> you got right. You know what I'm saying? And I will. And say, I have a high respect for them. I have a high respect for creators like that. Yeah, I, I, and, I actually do too. But I also feel like I would have had a high respect for myself too if I lost my doctor in the pandemic and had time to sit around and you know, oh. and you know, actually flourish and put my all everything I had into my passion. But some of us had to go back to work every goddamn day. And although I will say, although I'm doing it now and still working, then. I feel like, and it sounds crazy because there were so many people like, oh, we're out of work. But there were so many people who you saw flourish through that time because they could put all their energy, everything they had into what they were doing. My job yeah. that I had at that time during the pandemic was stressing me out so bad that I couldn't even sleep. Like I was like, I was depressed, anxious, mm. everything. So even when Did I- Did you ever stop working? I couldn't even focus. I couldn't even focus on goddamn my YouTube or no shit. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever stop working during the pandemic? No. No, yeah, me either. Oh my, my two days off during the week. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Angel worked in healthcare, so we never stopped. Yeah. Our jobs don't stop. Um, I think Kevin did stop for a minute, but again, the podcast is a job. Like we did not stop. Like we. Unlike a lot of podcasts that like we do every week, like we only take breaks, like a hiatus, like maybe for the summertime or when we're going to start a new season. Yeah. Other than that, you're getting an episode every week. So yeah. it is a lot of work and people don't understand like to do a podcast, unless you have sponsors, unless you have advertisers, unless you have people that invest in your shit, it's not cheap. Unless, unless... So people that do all their fucking podcasts on their lives, that's different. They're not putting no money into their shit. All they do is go on live, have somebody join, rip the audio from that fucking video, and put it on oh, podcast. So what you're not about to do is say, because I will say this, that's technically my setup, but that does not mean that I'm not investing money. Because No, no, no. You are different because you are on Spreaker. <laughs> I mean, not Spreaker. On what is yeah, this? Okay. I was about to say because honestly, because I was gonna say like for real, like I can't wait to get to the point like where y'all are, where because mm -hmm. y'all's new studio setup is gorgeous, like it is really yeah. gorgeous. And Thank I'm, you. Like, maybe y'all were were y'all y'all were in a studio initially, right? Or was that yeah? Home? We oh we started from this. We only were gonna do it, and we were in a studio. Okay. So like that was like the the first meeting that we had about doing it. It was like pe everybody fully committing to doing it. 
and making the weekly commitment to doing it. Yeah. And, you know, the financial responsibility. And it had to be a professional setup. Okay, so let so me ask we, you, can I ask you this then? With, with, it, with it being three of you all, um, because that actually hasn't been a question of mine that I've been wanting, not wanting to ask, but just kind of know maybe an arrangement. And you don't have to, if you don't feel comfortable answering this, you don't, don't have to. So when it comes to being three of you all, is that something where you're like, okay, well, we know we got to go rent the studio every week. So every week you have your third, you have your third, you have your third. Or is it like, I'll pay for this month, you pay for this month, you pay for this month. Like, do y'all split those responsibilities or do y'all have like, yeah. the actual, you know, sponsors and stuff that help you all? No. Well, in the beginning, yes, that's how it was. Like every week, somebody else just booked it. Yeah. We had we we had a membership at a studio because and there's podcast studios where you pay a membership fee and it's not that expensive. It's yeah. like forty dollars for an hour. So when I'm talking about investing and stuff like that, but even that forty dollars for one episode is still money. Yes. So unless you had that money to throw away, right. which a lot of people do, because a lot of people go to the fucking club and spend hundreds every weekend. Those studios <laughs> have a two hour minimum a lot of the times too. Oh, they are. Not in New York. Oh, okay. Here in Phoenix, listen, I, I tried to book this dude. Listen, that's why I got this shit set up because typically I'd be at my desk. No, but listen, there is nothing wrong with your studio setup, though. Well, nothing, at least you invested into a space in your home to dedicate to this. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kicking with Keith. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. for the audio portion on all streaming platforms and catch the video on my YouTube channel on Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Thank you for your continued support, friend. I love me some you, and you are greatly appreciated.